Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Alright, you ready? Ready. Alright, hang on. Hang on, let me uh... Turn this microphone uh, to funny. <laughs> Got it! Hey! I'm funny now. That is a Dave Attell bit that I saw him do. And Dave Attell is one of the best comics ever to fucking do it yeah i think he's underrated he i know i know the comics know he's a comics comic he's a legend yeah. you know skanks for the memories is one of the best albums uh ever made and uh i know he gets recognition but i feel like he deserves even more and he does that when a joke bombs he goes hang on let me turn this thing on to funny <laughs> uh to funny and it's he's so funny dude god damn he uh He looks, I, I worry for him because <laughs> I know he's sober, but you know what I mean? Like there's, anyways, he's doing well. What am I worried for him about? The guy's probably a millionaire and I have a fucking studio apartment. I'm worrying for him. <laughs> he don't worry about me. Fuck, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just turn it on him. What a piece of, no, he's the nicest dude. One time I accidentally, the improv, uh, had like a weird audience one night and uh no one was doing well not even david tell living legend david tell and he did all right but then he like when he got off stage he's like all right let him have it and i thought he meant like rip into him <laughs> he meant like kill it like and then i just got up there and yelled at them because i'm such a fan of david tell and i was like fuck you guys that's fucking david tell and then he's like that's not what i meant and i was like oh he's like i meant like knock him dead and i was like oh i thought, I thought you meant literally i thought you meant berate the audience and then i even told the the booker i was like i thought he meant like yell at them <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's that story. And David Tell is so funny that after that show, of course, I'm just fucking hanging around him because I love comedy and, I, you know, you just look up to people like that. And then uh, he's out front smoking a cigarette and he has a flip phone. <laughs> this was like six months ago. You know, he has a fucking <laughs> flip phone. He's like, yeah, you got a number for the cab company? Do you know where they get a cab? I was like... I was like, what about Uber? He's like, I don't do Uber. I don't have it. And then one of the door guys ended up like calling him an Uber because the, he had a spot at the comedy store and it would have taken too long to call the cab, have him come, blah, blah, blah. So one of the door guys at the improv was like, I'll just get you an Uber, man. It's like seven bucks. I could do it. And then he was so cool. He's like, no, 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 here's 20. And the guy like made 15 bucks or 13 bucks to, to do Dave Attell a favor. <laughs> Ron White is hilarious like that too. I've seen it so many times where he's irresponsible but responsible. Ron White will be hanging at the comedy store and get fucked up because he's Ron fucking White. <laughs> so he'll drink. He comes in with his own box of. Uh, he brings his own like cherry wood, like 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 a nice wood box of his tequila that he owns. And it like it's just it's so in a nice suit. 
in a nice Range Rover. It's just fucking funny, dude. And he's such a nice dude. He's always laughing. And I've seen him several times do this to several different people. And Mark Hayes, my Irish fuckface friend, was one of them. And he goes, he goes to Mark, all shit face, late at the night, late night at the comedy store. He goes, "Hey Mark, you drinking tonight?" And Mark goes, "No, boss." And he throws his keys like, "Driving me home." <laughs> <laughs> and then every time you do him a favor, he'll hand you like a hundred bucks. So you oh, make a hundred bucks to drive Ron White two miles. You know, <laughs> it takes twenty minutes total. Even to call the Uber to go back to the comedy store. And it's just funny. God, these fucking guys. I got notes, baby. I took notes. How's your pandemic? Damn it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you all. I hate you. I'm just kidding. Like, I can't talk so good. How's your pandemic going? It ebbs and flows. Some days are good, <laughs> man. I'm like, I got this. I'm the man. I, you know, I've already said it. Okay, guys, here's the secret to the pandemic. Take a fucking shower. Resets the body. <laughs> get dressed. Getting dressed feels nice. You don't got to get dressed up. Just put on a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> Ditch the basketball shorts for four hours in the day, you know? <laughs> I put on a flannel to feel nice. I put on a flannel for a walk, and I, I felt good. I felt good about it. Wash that ass. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> Every bad day I've ever had during this fucking pandemic, it's because I don't shower. I swear to God. And every time I take a shower, I was like, I feel good today. Why is that so hard for me? <laughs> I don't understand. Wash your fucking asshole. I have to yell at myself. I'm telling you guys what to do, but really I'm yelling at myself. Uh, what else? Oh, go outside. Walk in the sunlight. There's a sun. It's good. <laughs> Hit the face. Vitamin D. No hat, no sun. Get the get the stuff. I don't care if you're a woman. You're going to get the little wrinkles. <laughs> you're going to get the little wrinkles. Well, that's what bone implants are for. And then you get those giant fake cheeks like Lionel Richie. And then you look like a monster. And I love Lionel Richie. He's the man. But don't get cheekbones. What's wrong with these guys? I don't, Okay, here's the problem. Plastic surgery. I haven't even touched my notes yet. I'm fucking <laughs> killing it, dude. Plastic surgery. I understand. It's a very uh, plastic world. What's the word I'm looking for? Superficial. Mm -hmm. That's a better word than yeah. plastic. It's a very superficial. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I'm going <laughs> to fucking. Kitty cat, come cheer me up. Oh, come here. Come here. Oh, look at the cat. I got a cat, bitches. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, superficial world. The whole industry of everything, internet, TV, movie, films, commercial, just makes you feel insecure. Hey, saddlebags. Hey, fat ass. Hey, love handles. <laughs> Are you feeling suicidal? Get some plastic surgery. That'll solve all of your problems. I've seen the commercials. I've seen how it is. <laughs> and I understand a little baby bit, like a little bit, you know, like when you get just a little, like a little bit, it looks good. There's people that, if you cannot tell you have had plastic surgery, boy, I'm talking good right now. <laughs> Woo! If you, if you cannot tell you've had plastic surgery, you're doing it right. And if you got cheekbones that look like Muhammad Ali punched you in your fucking eyeball, you 
it's too late. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. But you are now a fish face. You're a fish face. <laughs> and this happened to me at Trader Joe's while I was employed there. As you know, I used to work with you. Fuck <laughs> 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 is Mr. Well, those are cheap curtains anyway, so what's a few cat claws? <laughs> what do you you want in the window? You you're messing with my lighting, bro. God damn heckled by the cat. What was I talking? Oh, Trader Joe's I'll never forget this. You know when you're in between customers and you reach down to get bags and restock, but you, you go down low and Yeah. I didn't see this is fucked up, but I don't know her name. I don't know who she is, but this really happened. And this has also happened with that dude. You know which dude I'm talking about, where he looks like he has a dick implant and the ass implant. Mm-hmm. All, what the fuck is that guy? I don't know. What is that guy? There's two guys like that. They get that. Who, who gets the, it's like there's a square implant <laughs> under their cheek. How do you think that looks good? I don't understand it. Anyways, this one was a lady and I feel extra bad just because fuck guys, you know, <laughs> just guys are dumb. And uh, I reached down for bags, and then when I got up, I saw her face, and I couldn't even hide my initial instinct yeah. first reaction. I was like, oh! <laughs> and it was not my fault. She fucking jokered her face. Mm-hmm. She had relentless plastic surgery. And that is gross. And And you know what? I say, fuck plastic surgeons, because I understand people's insecurities and how deep and dark that could go. But when a lady looks like the fucking Joker and she wants more plastic surgery, you could say no. Yeah. But you want that 10, 12, 40 grand, whatever the fuck it is. And so fuck you. So fuck you, plastic. And then there's like dope plastic surgeons that go to fucking Haiti and fix cleft lips. You know, I like those guys. (laughs) Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Okay, I'm done. Podcast over. <laughs> no, we're getting to the notes, baby. Hey, uh, oh, have I ever told the story where my dad took me to work? No, I don't think so. You know how there's father-daughter dance? Yeah. Well, there's uh, father-son work day. Yeah. Uh, probably father-daughter work day, but my dad only took me because... Yeah, we had take your daughter to work day in Minnesota. I don't know if it was everywhere, but... Then Did eventually get, they were like, I guess sons can go too. It seems weird to d- exclude them. I feel like over here are sons only. Get your women <laughs> out of here. I have no idea. All I know is I was younger and my sisters are older and they probably didn't even want to go. Who the fuck's want to go to Northrop Grumman? Oh, I want to see aerospace. What do I want to see? A wing? B-52 bomber? Who gives a fuck? You're killing civilians with those bombers. Bummer. Bummer, 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 <laughs> bummer. You murder citizens of people. Anyways, my father, he took me to work at Northrop Grumman Federal Credit Union. No, that's their bank. Northrop Grumman Aerospace Company. And, uh, you know, my typical father, he walked about 30 feet in front of me and didn't slow down. And I was a little <laughs> kid just constantly trying to keep up. And he got I, so many times where you're like, if you don't follow him, you just get lost. And then I remember getting lost at a Kmart and they got to go on the intercom. And he comes <laughs> and he yells at me. He's like, why don't you follow me? And I was like, you're too fast. Good little <laughs> fucking short legs, dude. Why don't you be a concerned father and watch your kids? Anyway, that's how it was back then. 
Nobody gave a fuck about their kids. And uh, so now we're at Northrop Grumman Aerospace Company, and he's walking fast, and I'm a kid. I'm a little fucking kid, and it's we're in the warehouse factory where they build shit, you know, metal shit to planes and shit, you know, welding, cutting. They got these box machines that cut metal laser precision. They can't be off by a millimeter because, you know, it's this. they're in airplanes, and if you fuck up one part... The plane farts and dies. <laughs> yep, planes do that. Who would have thought it? What the hell are we farting for? And then, uh, sorry, Lincoln Park just popped in my head. You know that one song? What the hell are we farting for? Do, 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 do. No. You son of a <laughs> bitch. We can't even play a song. I'm singing my heart out. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. What the fuck? Oh, so I'm I'm way behind him, and I find one of those eye-washing stations. You know? <laughs> yeah. They got them at most workplaces. Any workplace with toxic or hazardous uh, equipment, you know, if it's, it's just if someone gets, you know, burning embers in their eyeballs, you go, you run, or chemicals, water, 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 water. You're probably blind. You shouldn't be working there. <laughs> we shouldn't be dealing with chemicals like that, but, uh, you know capitalism what are you gonna do we gotta build the bombers we gotta bomb papua new guinea you know they're a major threat they got four people on the island we better kill all of them and take their rocks they got rocks we don't have look at that they got a shiny rock i want the rock kill them all kill them all kill them all <laughs> so uh i'm a little kid way behind my father and I think it's like a drinking fountain. Not really sure what it is. I don't really remember. But all I do remember is I stepped on the pedal because it's a foot pedal. <laughs> you step on it. And it has these two water fountains, but they're, they're little balls and they're for your eyes. And they shoot water directly into your eyes to clean out chemicals. And it is an emergency system. It is not a drinking fountain. So there is no shutoff valve. Obviously... I didn't know that as a child. So now <laughs> it's just going and there's just a puddle just on the floor of the warehouse just getting bigger and it's just water. Just like a, <laughs> like imagine two like a lot of water though. It's a thick stream. You've seen those yeah. things. It's like a it's like a it's like a little bit narrower than a hose, but close to a hose, just shooting water out like this of the eyeball spigots. And it's just so much water on the floor, and I'm like like stepping on it, like lifting the pedal up. Like looking, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a dumb, curious kid for turning it on, but I'm a smart kid. I know what a fucking, I know how shut off valves work on a toilet. My dad would make me watch him and yell at me for handing him the wrong wrench. You know, I know what it looks like. <laughs> I changed my sink two weeks ago. You watched it, Instagram, <sighs> and then, uh, and then I just look around, but my dad's so far away from me because he's a neglected father. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't <laughs> listen to podcasts, and. uh he doesn't even hear the 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 waterfall of water that is just this pool is getting huge. It's a it's a cement floor, and then I just look around and I just went oh fuck it, and I just ran up to my dad and just left it running, and just <laughs> left it running, and I couldn't help but think like who you know who walked stumbled onto that situation be like what the fuck you know and there's just this massive puddle just running water on a floor with no drain just a flat cement floor yeah i do what i can you know i'm doing my part anyways uh that popped in my head i was like oh shit that happened that happened 
Mr. Cat, come heckle me. What job did your dad have? I think he was a quality assurance. I don't know. He had like a good job for no college degree. Nice. My dad is extremely smart and extremely lazy. He's like, <laughs> what's the most, what's the, what's the least effort humanly possible I can give to make the most amount of money to have a quality of life? And that's what he did. He was Homer Simpson, dude. He would wear <laughs> he would wear cut off sleeves with the tie. Yeah. The, oh man, I should find those pictures, dude. He's a character, and he could have worked his way up the company, and he was brighter than most of the people at the company and his bosses. And he always just just played with money in the stock markets and then gambling legally and illegally, and uh, and just always made like we were never poor. We we're never rich, but we, you know, we went on vacations. He has a new car. He wouldn't buy my mom a new car. She'd get a hoopty, but he had a new car. You know that he's a real gentleman. He's a real sweetheart. <laughs> he gave me two dollars for three weeks in Vegas. I told that yeah, story. Yeah. I'd rob the vending machines <laughs> and sell them to people. What are you gonna waste your money there? I got the stuffed animals here. See, <laughs> come buy a come buy a teddy bear off a off a twelve year old. <laughs> <laughs> selling them i had to laid out on a blanket it's crazy i don't know i'm a i'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur i sell hooker flyers uh sorry about that oh here's a good one too so the hundreds the hundreds clothing brand yeah they reached out to me on instagram and they're fucking dope and they saw my story of getting raided by the police that like the, one of the third times on stage i told that i don't know if you saw it's old footage yeah 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 i'm wearing a hundred shirt so they saw me wearing a hundred shirt and telling a story about getting raided and it's going pretty viral on instagram and uh and then they they said shout out to craig p conan for rocking the hundreds i was like oh shit you know and then i shared it and said i've been repping your shit for years and then uh I reached out to them like, hey, do you guys do any sponsorship? Shiny. Oh, we got to talk about tequila too. I forgot. You do any sponsorship for, for podcasts or comedians? I know you rep, you know, rappers and skaters and shit, but I'm of that world. You know, I love that shit. I grew up in LA. Of course, you like skate, graffiti, hip hop, culture, a little crime, a little murder. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then they said, yeah. And they said, what are your sizes? And then they're going to ship me some clothes. Oh, that's awesome. I hope it's not like Benchmade, you fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> Benchmade, making the best products while getting your hopes up. Selling, they, telling you you're going to get a brand new knife and then never responding. I didn't even ask. They asked. <laughs> I asked hundreds. I did ask them. I did not ask Benchmade. And I'm still rocking your shit, you fucking assholes. <laughs> they, they make a good knife anyways that's that's not the company that was probably one asshole running their social media hey would you like a brand new knife yes i would love that here's my address cool it's on its way six months later psych what the fuck just don't say nothing i wasn't expecting that now i'm like but you, you make a good product i still love your shit anyways hunter's gonna mail me a bunch of shit and uh i tell all that because the reason I had that hundred shirt before is because uh, we had this pill racket, and I used to 
have pills. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say or what I'm not. I was a fucking baby little criminal, you know, and I would give the hundreds of employees drugs for gear. <laughs> so I'd go to the warehouse and be like, and then like walk out with a duffel bag of shit. And I mean like pants, sweaters, flannels, t-shirts. Like it was, it was, they didn't give a fuck, you know, yeah. it's fuck. It was sorry. Hundreds. <laughs> it was like a, it was, it was a long, it was like a decade ago. All right. I was a fucking pill head. And, uh, it's such a, f- that's full circle, baby. That's come on. <laughs> From robbing the company with bartering and trading for drugs for clothing to now I have a fan base and a following and I'm a comedian to giving it to me for free. That's fucking very <laughs> serendipitous, baby. Is that what did I use that word in the yeah, right sense? I think that's right. I'm fucking smart, bitches. Whew. Anybody want to rap? I don't know why I picked that up. I don't know why I picked that up. Isn't that funny, though? That's pretty crazy. Trading fucking Norcos for clothes, and now I'm getting them because I'm funny. Thanks, hundreds. <laughs> Hope you still give it to me. Yeah, right. I know. You robbed us. No, they just sponsored you long before they ever Yeah, they just it. sponsored me before I had a pot to piss in. <laughs> <laughs> Unofficial sponsorship. What about the tequila? Oh, yeah, speaking of sponsorship... I don't know what's really going on. The guy that hit me up is being really vague, but he paid me money and he gave me, he dropped off uh, a grocery bag full of tequila. Nice. And which is so funny. And I don't know if you saw the commercial I made, yeah. but I was like, I, don't <laughs> worry, I can't drink it. It makes me vomit. And I, was, and I, I don't know how long they're going to be my sponsor. <laughs> I'm still sober. And even if I wasn't sober, did I tell the story how I overdosed on tequila and almost chopped my buddy Dane's hand off? I think in long ago, okay, but I don't well, remember it. I don't know. Anyways, as most kids know, when you're 15, 16, tequila is, is, is delicious. It was the first hard liquor that I enjoyed the flavor of. <laughs> and the shot with the lemon and the salt. It was like, it was good. It, yeah. like, it was like a... It's fun. It's fucking fun. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> this is bubbles. Bubbles drinking. This, that is a carbonated beverage. Whew. And then, uh, so the, you know, I took a liking to tequila, one of the first liquors I loved. And then because I'm a dumb, dumb, stupid fuck teenager, <laughs> I drank a whole bottle of it. And I'm not a big guy. And my liquor tolerance at that time wasn't even built. And I was like 16, you know? So I puked everywhere, lost a couple friends and a girlfriend, almost chopped my buddy's hand off and uh, just puked. Just, I think I, for, I, I think I probably for sure had alcohol poisoning, but I was just like, I'm going to ride this out. You know, I was hung over for like three days. The pounding headache uh. with the double fist uh, for days. And uh, it was awful. And so I obviously, I overdosed on that shit, and I I couldn't go back. And I mean, that was my favorite to get that away from me. I can't even smell it. I can't mm-hmm. even smell it. It's like food poisoning. You're like get that? No, no, no. That's that's done. That's done with me. And then uh, it was like a as a decade later, we were in Sangrias in Hermosa Beach. I believe it's called American Junkie now on the pier, next to Patrick Malloy's, and. Uh, 
they got a my sister and her friends that got someone got us all shots of Patron. And it had been, I'm not even kidding you, like a fucking decade, dude. Ten years. And I was like, I probably could do it now. I wasn't drunk. I just gotten there. I maybe had one drink. And that was when I was a raging alcoholic and could have like 30. And uh, I go, I probably could do it. It's Patron. It's pretty smooth. It's not Cuervo. It's, you know. And I go like that. And I go, and I throw up in my mouth and throw up on the floor. Not even shit face. Not drunk. <laughs> I not. And I was like, oh my God. And it like ruined my night. I like couldn't really drink. That was a decade after it. And it just. So my whole point to that is. Drink tequila. <laughs> what the fuck is it even called? Oh, no. Oh, shoot. They, I'm a hell of a sponsor. It's something healthy, right? Isn't it? Hey, that's on the sponsorship, dude. I told them to send me a one sheet, and I said, I'll read the advertisement. That's why I said, um, I know the dude working at the company, so I don't know if it was like he's throwing a bone to a homie like, hey, I'll sponsor you during this pandemic. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. He he also said it could lead to, like, financing the podcast and moving it to a studio. And I was like, Well, yeah, let's start tomorrow. Let's yeah. go. What's up? What's <laughs> up? And then he's like, well, Let's wait till the pandemic's over. I'm like, Oh, no. But uh, sorry, it's a lot of information. Uh, I don't know if I should say all this. Anyways, <laughs> regardless, I love them. They gave me money, food, tequila that I cannot drink. I gave it away. I didn't want it in here. I was like, it's a lonely time. What if I relapse? Um, I could find it on my Insta story. I tagged them. I followed them. I followed them. That's how I could find them. I would like to try this tequila. El Sativo. Single estate El Sativo. That's right. So what I do know about this tequila even though I'm the worst sponsorship ever. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Are they serious? Are they, maybe we'll edit that part out. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Who cares, dude? <laughs> Bottom line, they gave me money during a pandemic. Toilet paper, chips, pasta, marinara, like just a little care package. Oh, that's nice. so, they're so sweet. And they gave me a, like a nice chunk. I'm not going to say how much, but like I was like, wow, of course I'll talk about you, you know? Yeah. And uh, so El Sativo Tequila has happy terpenes in oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. So, uh, they explained to me briefly what terpenes were, and I Googled it. So you know how, like, CBD, the marijuana plant, I'm sober. I don't smoke weed. Marijuana plant is the best plant on this fucking earth, okay? It saved my life from narcotics. And not only does it have CBD, non-psychoactive, for people who are sober that can take to reduce anxiety so you don't have to get addicted to barbiturants, fucking plant oil or opioids. Plant oil or barbiturate, you fucking asshole medical industry. These fucking dumb fucks. There's a little plant, a little flower. You sets it on fire. You feel real good. <laughs> and anyways, uh, so the marijuana plant is a miraculous plant, and it has THC. It has CBD. But there's a third one that nobody's really talking about. It's terpenes. And terpenes naturally occurs in all sorts of shit. And uh, fucking, he named a bunch, I think, basil, tomatoes, like all sorts of stuff. And di there's a, there's hundreds of different terpenes, and they each do different shit. And some are, you know, like uh, even in like oysters or an aphrodisiac. It probably has, I don't even know this, but it probably has terpenes for the fucking old dickhole. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Once, but uh, so they made this tequila 
100% agave and it's USDA organic. It's GMO, non-GMO. It's GMO. <laughs> no cancer. And it's kosher, uh, which is very rare in tequilas. Not very many kosher tequilas. Hmm. And uh, and then so they basically the the cactus or uh, what's it called? Agave. Agave. The agave plant that they chose to make their tequila has like uh, four terpenes that boost energy and mood and then uh you know through science shit they were able to isolate it and like beef it up you know like how they do in all sorts of shit starbucks is like how can we get 40 times the amount of caffeine in this you know they do their shit god bless them because i don't really like the taste of starbucks but i like how it makes my (laughs) eyes twitch i tell you what Anyway, so they got terpenes in this tequila, so it's a w, double stimulant. It gets you drunk and it gets you happy, but not like high. It's not THC. Yeah. Anyways, I can't fucking try it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you're into tequila, try El Sativo. They help me out right now. They they might move me into a studio once this pandemic's over you know what let's do drugs dude i'm <laughs> fucking done i'm fucking done with this world no 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 keep it happy keep it happy. <laughs> ha anyways god bless el sativo thank you for your care package thank you for making me relax i'm just kidding they're do, jokes do they are they located at like ralph's around here or you go oh that's website? another reason uh this was just kind of that like they are they were set to hit major distribution. They're a newer company. Yeah. And they won a bunch of tequila awards at like the alcohol seminar. I don't know. I guess it's shit. It's weird. Like you don't ever, you never know there's like conventions for shit yeah. until you really get into something. There's knife conventions. <laughs> there's gun conventions. There's reptile conventions. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's there's weird rock thing. conventions. I've What a shocker. <laughs> I've been to, I'm not proud of it, but when in my horny 18, 19 year old, I went to a porn convention. Oh yeah, I've been to a rock convention. I am proud of that. I got a lot of good pieces. What a rock and crystal show! It's so funny. Uh, there's and there's gun and weapon. Oh, that's my next. I can't go because I'll, I'll. I'm not rich, and I'll spend like too much money on weapons I don't need and have no business owning. I still don't own a gun, guys. I really want to. Um. Anyways, there's tequila conventions where they give out awards. And they won like best tequila or some shit in San Francisco. Anyways, if you're into tequila, try El Sativo tequila. And then when I put it on my story in the commercial, a lot of people DM me like, hey, that's top shelf shit. Like, uh, thanks. Anyways. Oh, no, this is a dark one. Did I tell the story about how I was supposed to go to an Angels game with my buddy JP and then we ended up in mexico no that's a good one this is a dark one i told this on a sober podcast with this guy thor from san diego and that sounds made up but that's a true <laughs> sentence it's coming out in a week or two i'll share it on my insta story all right so this was when i was a dumb 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 <laughs> extra dumb 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 fuck my dad calls me up and he goes hey do you want angel tickets he got them for free they're like good 
seats, like dugout seats. You know, I wasn't really a diehard Angels fan, but this was, uh, I think this was actually when they were good and they had Tim Salmon and Garrett Anderson. And remember when they won the World Series? Mike yeah. Sosha is their coach and um, Erstad and uh, Jim Admins. Oh, that was a good team. Anyways, uh, my dad said, hey, I can't go to this. It was given to me. Do you want this? Just two tickets. You and your buddy could go. I was like, sure. I was a deadbeat derelict at that time with nothing to do. I don't know if I had a job. Probably not. Anyways, I hit up my buddy, JP. He said, I'm going to drop him off at your sister's house, put him under the mat. And I was like, all right. So me and my buddy, I hit up my buddy, JP. He's also a dumb, dumb derelict. He's a good guy now. But back then, he'll vouch for me. You're a dumb, (laughs) dumb derelict. Uh, now he's doing great. He has a construction job. He's raising his, raising his kids. He's he's a good man. And uh, he uh, we we get in the car, and of course we're all worried about our drugs. We you know we got our pot and pills and whatever. We have a cooler full of beer. We're drinking and driving on the freeway going to the stadium because back then that's just what you did. I'm not proud of it, but it was fun, man. It was fun, man. Put some Tupac, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, whew, crack a tall can, just fucking, <laughs> just mothers against drunk driving, just hating every word of this. I'm just saying, I don't approve of it. It's just what happened back then. And uh, don't drink and drive. You can murder people. And so as we're getting close to Angel Stadium, I look at him and I go, we didn't pick up the tickets. And we're like, Oh, so now we're drunk driving all the way to Angel Stadium with no tickets to get. I was like, I'm not gonna buy tickets, and if we do, we're gonna get shitty seats, you know? Yeah. And I still don't know who said it. I think I did, but either way, we both are idiots. But I was like, fuck it, let's just go to Mexico. (laughs) And then we just drive to Mexico, and then we cross the border. And the second we cross, we both look at each other, like. We just went to Mexico. And then we both admitted, like, well, I didn't want to be the bitch and be like, nah, that's not a good idea. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to be a bitch. So dumb, dumb man machismo bullshit led us to go to fucking Mexico for no reason <laughs> at all. At all. And I had been a bunch. I was probably like 22 at this time. 23. That was probably one of the more darker years of my life, just heavy into opioids and coke and all that shit. And uh, and where was I going with this? Why did I mention my age? Anyways, it doesn't matter. So now, oh, that's right. Because I was familiar with Mexico because from 18 to 21, 17 to 21, I would go down there all the time. I would rent condos. And and organ, I was like an organizer. I'd be like, all right, I got this condo for three hundred a night, and I'd get 10, 12 kids, and we all go down there and get fucked up because we're underage and you can't drink in the states. Hey, America, lower your drinking rate. Also, get sober. Don't drink. <laughs> um, so I we I was familiar with Rosarito Beach, Tijuana, and uh, uh, Puerto Nuevo. Puerto Escondido, I forget. Uh, Puerto Nuevo. And it's a little lobster town just past Rosarito. So I was like, we'll go to the lobster town. So we go and we're drinking Coronas. We're eating lobster. We're looking at the ocean. We're literally seeing lobster divers dive for lobsters, bring them up. It's like, it's it's dope. It's awesome. It's a good day. It's a good day. We made the right choice. (laughs) And then the waiter brings us the bill. 
And he goes, here's your bill. And he goes, ¿Quieres coca? And we go, what? <laughs> and he goes, ¿Quieres cocaína? And we go, cocaine? He goes, sí. And we go, yeah! <laughs> and then he sells us coke. And it was fucking awesome. And it was good coke. And then we get coked up. And then when you get coked up, you get weird. You get weird. <laughs> you get weird. I don't care what you say. If you're a fucking cokehead, I guarantee you, you shove something in your ass, even if you're into titties. <laughs> if you go down that coke and meth trail, something went in your fucking butthole, no matter how straight you are. Okay? Any cokehead that says that didn't happen, they're fucking liars. You can't trust a cokehead anyways. You probably got a Persian cucumber in his fucking asshole right now. <laughs> anyways. So now we're shoving cucumbers in her ass no i'm just kidding uh now we're coked up and then we of course when you drink coke you want more booze and then we start we drive leave the little cute restaurant that was peaceful now we got coke then we go to rosarito beach keep in mind dude this is like wednesday at like 2 or 3 p.m like on the weekends rosarito beach is cracking they have papa some beer they got senior frogs they got clubs where dumb 18 year olds still go and get shit faced and bad things happen. And uh, so it's dead. It's a ghost town. There's nobody there. There's nobody in the bars. We're the only fucking gringos there. Nobody knows I'm half Mexican. And I don't, it's not, it doesn't, you need to know somebody that knows the land when you're in Mexico. I'll just put it that way. Or speak fluent Spanish and just be smart. We're neither that. We're coked up. Two gringos. Don't speak Spanish. Going bar to bar to bar. Just getting fucked up. Now we run out of coke, and I don't know if you know this, but when you're a drug addict and you run out of coke, what happens is you want more coke. You wanted more. You want more. And so now we're asking strangers in Mexico at <laughs> dive bars in the daytime, can you get us some coke? And we're asking several different people, and finally one guy goes, yeah, follow me. And now we start walking down, and now now it's later. Now it's getting dark. So we're walking literally down dark alleys in Mexico to uh to like this club that was not operating. So it just reminded me of the Sopranos, like when they conduct business at the at the fucking bada bing, you know, at the titty bar. Mm. But nobody's in there, you know. And uh and and then we're and then that's when like fear, even coked up and shit face like crept in. We're like, fuck. We're in this bar. Nobody even knows we're in Mexico. We're supposed to go to an angel game. <laughs> now we're in this bar that's closed down with strange Mexican dudes asking them for coke. And they say, yeah, follow us. And then we go like back behind the club to the office area up these stairs. And he goes, he's like, all right, you wait right here. You come with me. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> I, was, I was like, well, we went this far. <laughs> gotta trust them <laughs> and then we go into like this office and then i go in and then uh they just sell me coke and it was really good and we got away with it and nothing happened and then we just did more coke and then we're driving around mexico in the nighttime and then we just get lost because we're coked up and drunk and don't know where we're going and then uh keep in mind coked up drunk lost like I'll just go right right here. Uh, I'll just make a left right here. You know, like panic. <laughs> uh, I, I think we went up this hill, you know, and it's just, <laughs> we ended up in 
I can't even explain it. It was like, I'm in West Hollywood right now. It was like if we ended up in Palos Verdes. We were so far and so far off the mark that we just got scared, more scared and more scared and get panicked and paranoid. And then we end up at a grocery store. We're like, we'll just ask people. And then we don't speak Spanish. And we're just asking people, hey, where's America? <laughs> Nobody's helping us. I just look at I'm like, we're just going to have to sleep in my truck tonight in the truck bed at this parking lot. And... And then we'll go at it in the daytime when there's sunlight because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> and then finally, when we're about to give up, you know, you lose hope and you're about to cry. I think that's when God knows. They're like, all right, here's a little help. This family says, oh, my God, what are you doing over here? How did you get here? You know, like they spoke English. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. We just want to go home. We're like, we'll take you. They... Not we tried to pay them money. Like I would, I would, I tried to give them all my money. I don't know what was left, but it was like a decent. It was like thirty, forty bucks. Like please, just take this. They're like, no, 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 no. We'll help you. They take us to the border, and I mean, it was like a thirty-minute drive to the border, and it was like left, right, left, roundabout, freeway. Like the most complicated (laughs) process, unless you know the land and are from Mexico. And then they go go to the border and we're just like oh my god and we go to the border and we it was a it was a quiet car ride home it was a quiet car ride home just like oh. <laughs> don't do drugs kids be smart what the i should be dead i should be dead 50 times over a hundred times over probably more than that <laughs> i probably more than a, the amount of drugs i did the amount of strange women i bareback the the trips to mexico shit face looking for drugs going to mexico jail paying them 60 bucks getting out and then going getting shit faced and almost <laughs> going to jail again what are you doing guys what are you doing what am i doing what am i talking to you for <laughs> guys i'm so weird because i will be like no 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 don't jaywalk don't jaywalk that's like safe safe no 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 don't let her don't don't spit in front of a lady. Ah! And I'll jump off a roof, lighting firecrackers, throwing them at police the next <laughs> night. There's no, I just like, no, no, no. Ah! <laughs> and I, I, you know, I've always been that way. No, no, say, ah! just hulk up, dude. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. This is boring. This fucking, let's light a car on fire. <laughs> it's broken down. Nobody ain't gonna know. Let's buy black gun. Let's buy black gunpowder from Turner's Outdoorsman and and light a car on fire. Sounds pretty specific. <laughs> so, let's set it in a in a in a cup on top of it and and light it on fire with firecrackers <laughs> and and drive off. Thank God there's no Snapchat back then. <laughs> I'd be doing time. <laughs> if fucking Insta story and Snapchat existed when I was coming up do- drinking and drugging, oh God, the amount of evidence. I'd have no career. I'd be in prison. <laughs> Tough break, government. <laughs> I'm a free man. For now, until COVID-19 fucking locks us down. You see that mayor post? Rat out your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Snitches are bitches, bitches. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. It's fucking fear factory. There's a lot of stories going around of nurses and doctors and practitioners yelling at 
the medical establishment saying, I'm not saying it'll cure all, but uh, vitamin C, zinc, guancalcomine. What's the thing the president's always talking about? Oh, hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine and zinc does wonders. Vitamin C and minerals does wonders. Uh, Quanine does wonders. It's in tonic water uh, if you have COVID-19. But, you know, pharmaceutical companies don't own that. And is it mass diet? It's it's so crazy. People like your anti-vaccine. I'm like, I'm pro-vaccine if I know what the fuck is in it. And also, uh, the videos I've gone on a spiral in, it's like this doctor, I think Dr. Shiva, he said he studied at MIT. He's running for senator in Massachusetts. But he said the medicine that they're studying now at MIT and, and uh, I don't even know where, fancy fuck it. He, I think he went to school at Harvard and MIT, but they you know what's wrong with you what do you need what's wrong with you what do you need oh you're different human beings you have different bodies different blood types you need different medicines he's like the fact that they're just trying to make a mass vaccine for everybody just a one is insane he's like that shit that existed back then he's like yes vaccines work but there's all it's it's been a hundred years since the polio vaccine there's been advancements in medicine and you could treat shit differently and I just don't like the thought of anybody saying you have to do something. It's like, how about I just shoot up vitamin C and you could suck my cock? How about that? How about that, bitches? You suck my dick while I suck on this vitamin C. Fuck you, government. Also, thanks for the 1200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? Everyone's, wow, they're really doing something. They're giving you your money back. Yeah. And a very, very small portion of it. <laughs> you probably give them 20 grand. Eh, there's 1,200. You're welcome. <laughs> this fucking country's so stupid. Socialism. We don't want socialism. We don't want that. Don't give the people money. Goldman Sachs wants a trillion dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to them. <laughs> they caused the problem to begin with. But let's bail them out. You fucks. Wake the fuck up, sheeple. Okay, getting dark. <laughs> getting dark. Getting dark. It's true, though. It's, so, it's, such, it's such a hypocritical thing. Don't provide the citizens with health care, food stamps, dental, uh, uh, any any. Uh, program to benefit poor people whatsoever. No. Let's give it to Chase Bank. Let's give it to Goldman Sachs. Let's give it to the bankers on Wall Street. They need the money. Their private jet needs more fuel. But that's not socialist. But giving to poor people is. Wake the fuck up. I hope this podcast blows up so I actually inspire people. (laughs) <laughs> it's blowing up it's doing yeah. good it's doing good it's so backwards sure i'm sure there's some plot holes in me preaching over here but bottom line is the big corporations constantly get bailed out and the it happened during bush it happened during obama it happened during trump it happened during all of them that's why it's just like america is so funny it's like fuck trump fuck hillary fuck biden fuck obama fuck all of them you know what i mean no matter what no matter who 
and I, I'll admit, Obama much more poetic and eloquent than Donald Trump. But the bombs still drop. You know, people still die. Nothing really changes. You think the powers that be change every four years? No, there's giant funding behind them. Money, big money. Follow the money. Anyways, too dark. <laughs> too dark, too dark, too dark. That's what's just so funny to me. It's just like it's it's like America's presidential candidate. Would you like to vote for President Murder or President Rape? Like those are your <laughs> options. There's not there's no there's no good choice. <laughs> They're both bad. Yeah. They're both bad. There's no the one saving grace is this old fucking Jew bastard that's gonna die <laughs> and they won't give him the chance. <laughs> the only guy that has been on the right side of history for forty or fifty or a hundred years, God knows how old this man is. <laughs> and they're just like, nah, fuck him. And it's like he's the only guy spitting words of wisdom saying, Maybe we'll put the financial crooks in jail and tax general electric who pays zero dollars <laughs> and then then and then and then they won't let them it's all fucking rigged vote with your dollar in your mind and buy a gun <laughs> that's right baby start a revolution and fuck you, Benchmade. Now nah, you can't fight the government. <laughs> You'll just die. I <laughs> got a drone that'll drop a shit bomb on your face from 800,000 miles away. But still get a gun. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Let's talk about... Did I ever tell the time where I almost fought Marco at Trader Joe's? Yeah. Uh, I did? Yep. Damn it, that's a good one. That is a good I popped story. in my head. I threw a case of rice drink at that <laughs> fool's head. Okay. Why did you, uh, how did you almost chop your friend's hand off? That's what I, I remember that story from the tequila incident where you drank too much tequila and you almost chopped your friend's hand off. What, yeah. what happened? Oh, uh, I had this big knife called the alligator skinner and, uh, is it had about foot long blade is maybe 18 inches and, uh, with handle. And my buddy, ah, perfect. We were drinking tequila, and I had a, a cutting board out, and there was a lime on it. And uh, he had his hand on the cutting board for whatever reason, mm -hmm. and there was a lime next to his hand, not far away at all. At all. <laughs> at all, bro. I am belligerent, shit-faced, drunk off tequila. This was the night I overdosed. Yeah. And... uh and could never drink it again. And then I thought it would be funny to chop the lime in half <laughs> next to his hand with this fucking machete. This heavy, this is a crocodile dundee knife. Imagine the crocodile dundee knife or a Rambo knife, a giant fucking <laughs> Bowie knife, Bowie knife, whatever, David Bowie knife. And he, and I go whack and I slam it down as hard as I could and the lime just splits in half and his hands right there and he looks at me and it kind of it that was the beginning of the end of our friendship I'm not gonna <laughs> lie he's like dude because if I missed it was fingers it wasn't yeah. any, like one 
It was fucking fingers, uh, bro. <laughs> Nothing happened. I'm good. That was the same friend I almost blew his head off with a 357 Magnum with hollow points. Did I tell that story? I think so. Did you have to patch the wall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell it again. Yeah. That guy had been through it. He had enough. <laughs> he had enough. <laughs> That's a lot. Sorry, dude. The gun was an accident. The knife, that was my fault. <laughs> Hair trigger, man. Nobody taught me. Learn how to handle a gun. See? <laughs> Anyhow, my buddy Mark Acomb just uh, called me. Not the Irish fuckface. I talk a lot of shit, the Irish fuckface. I love him. He's a good guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He came through my line at Trader Joe's. Oh, he did? Yeah. Nice. Uh, so, Mark Acomb, uh, uh, I talked briefly about it, but now it's finally really, really happening. The app, the Comedy Showcase app, the it exists, and it's in testing phase, and maybe in two weeks it'll be live, and I'll start promoting it heavily. But Comedy Showcase app is coming to you, and actually, if you know any funny comedians funny only <laughs> if you're a hack go eat shit and die that was a bit harsh <laughs> that was a bit harsh just kidding uh email your footage to mark at comedy showcase app.com m-a-r-k at comedy showcase app and if i have to spell out comedy showcase app <laughs> you don't need to apply and if you're a hack, it's okay. It's it's, it's hard. I'm just kidding. Don't die. <laughs> and uh, it's just being dark. I have. I'm a Gemini. I got. I'm, 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 I'm God's light. And I'm hell's fire. Hell's fire. Um, we've been rolling a while, huh? Yeah, almost an hour here. Wow. See what happens when I'm prepared and take notes and take a shower. <laughs> That's the fucking ticket. Okay, this is fun stories. I probably shouldn't have named him, but who cares? He's not on social media, so you can't find out who he is. My Uncle Oscar is so funny. I fucking love this guy. He's a Vietnam vet. He's fucking nuts. And uh, when I was a little kid camping, we, but we did ghetto camping because we had aunts and uncles. And, you know, we not ghetto camping, uh, glamping. We did Camp KOA where they have the little wood camping cabins. Yeah, where it's okay. kind of camping, camping, but you kind of have, it's all right. It's still cold. There's no heater. It's like, you know, it's like living in the old days. You know, there's a fire pit outside. And uh, so we're camping, but Camp KOAs have like pools and jacuzzis and laundry. So it's it's not like camping, camping, but it kind of is. And so uh, we were on a, like a, a road trip doing stops. And one of the stops was a KOA camp. K O A. Are they members of the clan? Like, why would they name K K K K O A? Like, come on, dude. How about just like Camp K K K? No, <laughs> <laughs> Camp anything but that. You know. Anyways, Camp K O A. We're camping. My aunt is doing her husband's laundry. Uncle Oscar, and this is after the washer and after the dryer his underwear come out and so, and it, we're, we're a family so we're all doing our laundry together because it's not that much so we're, we're just like we better wash our underwear and a lot of our family shit their pants we got a we got a real wild bunch you know <laughs> and my uncle's underwear come out of the washer and dryer with a skid mark 
like it look fresh you're like but that just got washed <laughs> what kind of shit do you have dude like what is that was that permanent marker shit what the fuck <laughs> and then we're laughing and laughing and laughing and and my auntie she's like oh yeah his always do that he just it's just, i mean i didn't know like people really had shit stains like yeah i've had skin marks but that shit comes out in the wash <laughs> What kind of clay poop this man has? I have no idea. It's fucking, it really embeds itself. Anyways, we're laughing. I'm a little kid. My other cousins are little kids. Cousin Lisa and Lulu, and we're all, you know, we're probably like 9, 10, 11. And so we hang Uncle Oscar's underwear <laughs> on his truck antenna with the shit stained out. And he got so pissed off. He was so pissed. And I only remember that. And then my cousin Lisa told me, that they did it to my underwear as well. And I didn't remember that. And she said I got very, very upset too. And it's just very hypocritical. And uh, after she said it, I was like, oh, fuck. That did happen. And I hated everybody else who put my underwear. <laughs> and in hindsight, for me and Uncle Oscar, who cares? <laughs> but at that time, I he was pissed. He was pissed. I think he took off for a couple hours to cool <laughs> oh, off. He shit. probably didn't want to yell at us. <laughs> I remember I was upset. I also, I probably blocked that out. <laughs> it's so crazy hanging out with old family or old friends where they tell you stuff you did and you're like, oh yeah, I did throw Lulu's weave on the roof. <laughs> you're like, I don't remember, you know, but I, I remember it now, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. Oh, so Uncle Oscar was shitting his pants and uh, he had poop coming down his legs <laughs> and he's wearing shorts he's, he was he was bustling off you know and my auntie was like oscar you shitting and he's like what do you want me to do about it you know <laughs> it's like a scene from a movie it's it's so funny you gotta go you gotta go my mom poops her pants so much <laughs> something about being mexican and unhealthy you just shit your pants you just poop your pants. I've actually had good poops. The quarantine's been good to me. I I haven't been eating out like a dumpster fire. I've been making my own meals, which is predominantly just turkey sandwiches. Yeah, it's hard to fuck up your tummy with a turkey sandwich. <laughs> I've been pooping real good. Nice little dense suckers. They've been incubating. What? <laughs> uh, uh, do you remember you sent me that story? What story? It was, uh, I think it was a girl about shitting her pants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. What was that story? With her dog. When when did I send that to you? Uh, April 2nd. On text? Text, yeah. There it is. Oh my god. This that's right. God damn it. Her name cuts off. Bridget Dean Towns dot dot dot. I'll have to look that up. She messaged me a poop my pants story. I maybe it's probably best I didn't say her whole name. <laughs> yeah. Not by choice. She sent me this poop story and she said I had to poop and didn't make it to the toilet, pooped on the floor as I was trying to make it to the toilet. 
and my dog ate it off the floor <laughs> before I could clean it up. There you go. That's my quarantine confession. The dog, she said, the dog, he looked at me with, I won't tell if you won't tell eyes, and we both went about our business. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine shitting the floor and then going to shit on the toilet, and then you're stuck, and then your dog is eating your <laughs> shit, and you're like, no, stop it, and you can't because you're pooping? That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough break. Dogs, why do you eat poop? I don't know. <laughs> we got good news. The app's coming out. The app looks good. This is how the app looks. It's only for iPhone right now. Of course, it's going to be taken to to. Uh, this is just a test app. It doesn't act. It's not public yet. They're working out the bugs. But there's going to be a stand-up app for up-and-coming stand-ups, and they get paid for their footage. You get paid for your footage. 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 Imagine that. Profit-sharing app. It's subscription-based, but know that one-third of all subscription money goes to the comics. That's awesome. What? They pay the comedians? (laughs) Fucking come on. I, I, I told my buddy, I was like, the second comics actually get checks from this thing, it's going to blow up yeah. like wildfire. Because everyone's be like, Comedy Central will not pay you residually, but this app will. Residually meaning monthly. Like every month you get a little check. I don't really know what. It's all unknown. We don't know if it's going to blow up. We don't know if it's going to be 10 subscribers or 10 million subscribers. But if there's 10 million subscribers, comics, you're going to make some fucking money, dude. If there's 10, eh, not so much. (laughs) But Comedy Central will just pay you, like, if you do their show, they'll give you, like, two Gs, which is dope. You're not going to get two Gs up front out of this thing. It's it's monthly. Uh, But then that's it. Like, that's it. Here's wow. two G's. We're worth a billion. <laughs> That's all you get. No more. It's really insane. Like you do, you do late night and uh, with Conan or Letterman or Fallon or any of them, and then then it's the same thing. It's like I'm not complaining about getting two G's. That's amazing. But like people think you make it on there and you're rich. No, it's like you get a nice bonus. Well, then that's it. Not nothing. It's not. It's residual income, baby. You got to get in a union and you got to book shit that way. And then you get checks. And until then, non-union shit, it's, it's, it's good paid checks, but it's just one and done. You know, you want the Seinfeld shit. You want friends. Yeah. They're getting paid every single time. Oh, can you imagine that? So this app is a little baby version of that. A little baby union. Uh, comics on it will get paid for their views. Every single month, not once. So if you're viral and this thing goes viral, you're going to make some money. And that is cool. And it should be Publix real goddamn soon here in the next couple weeks. I'm not on the IT part, but I guess developing stuff like that is hard. It's a lot of work. (laughs) And I'm just like, hurry up. And the guy's probably like... Designing code in an app. Um, I don't know. I felt like we did some good stuff here today. Anything else? Let me see. 
You got anything? Oh, I got to thank the Patreon people. Uncle Oscar shit his pants. <laughs> First of all, I want to take a huge shout out to all the Patreon persons. My Subscribe to my Patreon for more of this tomfoolery. Andrew Hoffman, that big, big donation. Jaquinta O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah. Katarina Kozlova. I'm sorry if I fuck up your names, but Yekaterina, I think it's been fucked up before. <laughs> Miss Amber Noir, Sylvia Alexis, Maddie Blake, Elijah Sindergaard, Mitch Shaw, Ashley Solop, Christy Bennis, Jade Brokas, Hunter Holt. Daniel Neves, Cody Chris, Aaron Lemieux, James Uges, Huge, Help me out here, Tiger. <laughs> Come on. on, pull up the goddamn list. Yvette. Thank you, Yvette, for making that easy. Just Yvette. Brittany Kozjagyo. I'm sorry, Brittany. You've been sweet. You've mailed me rocks and shit. Emil Xavier, Elijah Capricorn. Alexis Ellis, Emma, Emma Chavenson, Harrison Dakotas, Taylor Murphy, Mariah Gwynn, Omar Trujillo, what's up, bro? Alicia Overlay, hello, Lauren, Boyd Stevens, Lizzie Truman, Daniela Rio. Boy, I got a lot of Patreons. You guys are dope. Brittany Nelson, Kimberly Collins, Maggie Mack, Pete Suval. Pete, you see proud of my shit. He has to be on it. I never responded. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chairman Sal, that sounds like a made-up name to me, <laughs> Kristen Streavy, Caitlin Jones, Marcy Pease, thank you, she's mailed me rocks too, Christopher Lund, what the fuck are you subscribing <laughs> for, bro? What the fuck? Eric Martin, Laugh to Live, that's my homie Zane, Daniel Gorman, big dumb white boy, Modi, Modi, thank you, Modi. Anyways, those are all my Patreon persons that literally are paying half my rent, so fucking... Thank you. If you like me and want more of me, subscribe to Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's all I got. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, keep your head up. Exercise. Go in the sun. Wash your asshole. <laughs> you feel good. Eat healthy. Reduce sugar. <sighs> I got cookies. I got candies. I got everything sugar no sugar reduce the sugar more fruits and veggies go in the fucking sun quarantine visit your neighbors on like not friends but like six feet you know i'm trying to say go on walks but one of you in the street one of you on the sidewalk safe from quarantine might get hit by a car (laughs) i don't know i don't know anyways i love you all i gotta take a fucking piss thank you so much uh I'll try to get guests on here. Nobody wants to come over. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you guys are fucking amazing. Uh, Rate, review, like, and subscribe. Please share my shit. If you know anybody that likes farts, drugs, sobriety, uh, (laughs) butchering words all the time, send them my way. And if they're into like science stuff, fuck off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. I love you all. You have a good evening. God bless. Yeah. Oh.